This is the Jeff Ward Show. I'm Jeff Ward, and the only agenda is to make you think. Weird question, but there's a reason, and I think it's pretty interesting. So you ready for this? Honest question for you to rank them however you want to rank them. And I, I think we have an I, I think there's I don't know that it's that obvious, but I feel like we now know one that's gonna last longer than others. Here's the setup. Okay, you ready for this? You rank them. Which of the best coaches in the games, plural, today last longer? Like, in other words, if, if you want to rearrange it and say who's first out, then who's first out? Who's last out? And here are your options. Nick Saban, Bill Belichick. I'd add Pete Carroll, but Belichick is chasing the all-time win number, so we'll just keep it at that. Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, and Greg Popovich. Who is the last one on a sideline? And go in order. Rank them. You want to say who's out first? Then say who's out first. I actually think it's a pretty interesting setup. Certainly more interesting now after what happened over the weekend. Who should be? Maybe I could do this too. One, you can ask yourself or answer. We could do it via Twitter, at Jeff Ward Show. But which one will be last standing? And then you could say, you know, which of them should get out first? And I think that one might be pretty obvious too. Why bring it up? Well, it's really relevant right now. Just so you know, Bill Belichick, the troll. Bill Belichick is closing in on the all-time record for regular season and total NFL wins. Now, Hang on before you say, well, Belichick is going to get this record first. Hang on a second. Um, Things haven't been going so well post-Tom Brady, in case you didn't know. Bill Belichick needs 30 regular season wins and 18 total wins to pass Don Shula's record of 328 for regular season, 347 total. That 18 total, I don't think is as easy as you think. That 30 regular season wins, I don't think that's that easy either. So think this one through as you rank these guys who makes it, who lasts longest. Uh, here's why I bring that up. So after Tom Brady leaves, after the 2019 season, the Patriots went seven and nine in 2020, ten and seven and zero and one in the playoffs in 2021, and eight and nine in 2022. So it's three years at 25 and 25 in the regular season. 26th was the uh, post game loss was the 26th. By the way, he's also chasing a record for the most losses in the history of the NFL. You know who owns the record? Makes sense once you hear it, but you know who owns the record for the most losses in NFL history? Tom Landry, 178. Now, he coached for almost 30 years, and they were trash the first several years. So Belichick is fifth on the list right now of total losses. reason why I bring it up, because Greg Popovich just signed a five-year extension. He's 74 years old. He just signed a five-year extension to coach with the Spurs, that's going to pay him $80 million, will make him, as of next season, the highest-paid coach in the game again. He is the winningest coach already. I mean, there's really nothing There's nothing else for Greg Popovich to hang around for. He, I mean, Belichick, you could say, you think he's going to stick around, I do, uh, to try to chase that record. The question is, 
How bad does it get in his pursuit of that record? And at what point does the old man Bob Kraft have to say, Bill, enough already, man. We're getting worse. I, I don't know. It's a weird mix. So Greg Popovich has won his championships. He's the all-time winningest coach. He's coaching because he wants to coach. It's a five-year deal that pays him more than $80 million. So he is now the highest-paid coach in the league. He passed the Pistons, Monty Williams. It's um, He's 74 years old. He's nine years removed from the Spurs' last championship. He has 1,366 wins, five championships, three NBA Coach of the Year awards. But it's been a while. But he signed the deal. And he's going to coach another five more years. And I don't know that many people would disagree with that. So let me go back to the original question. Which one of them lasts the longest? Oddly enough, the guy that looks and acts the youngest, I think is first out. I don't see Nick Saban coaching another five years. If Greg Popovich signed up for five more years, I guess he coaches until he's 80. I don't see it with Nick Saban. And Nick Saban isn't losing, and Nick Saban doesn't look as as old as the other two guys. I just I think there's more working against shoving Saban out than there is Greg Popovich and Bill Belichick. I I assume Bill Belichick is going to hang around and try to get that record. And I don't know how long it's going to take. It may take six or seven years for Bill Belichick to get that record. Do you give him seven? I'm not sure you can, but then again, you can't say Bill. If they went, if they went, if they went six games next year, you can't fire Bill Belichick. I don't think. But you do have to tell him, look, Bill. It's you know, things are kind of slipping. Not only are your clothes terrible, Bill, but we're not winning anymore. I think you got to warn him. But I don't think you can whack the guy without a conversation ahead of time. So which one of the three lasts the longest? Uh, I, I think it's between Popovich and Belichick. And the question then is, can Belichick get the record for wins within the five years of Popovich's contract? Does Greg Popovich live out his contract? I'm going to guess so, or at least three years into it. Now, if we say, if we turn everything around and say, which one of them should get out of it? Who do you say? Can you, can you do it? Can you utter the words Bill Belichick? Can you honestly say, wow, Jeff, I guess the, first, the person should be out would be Belichick. I don't know. I think Nick's – I'll say this about Bill Belichick. Um, he's a great coach. Come on. It's not, it's not just Tom Brady, but it has a lot to do with it. I think this next year tells you almost everything about Bill Belichick. If they can scramble around and do it with defense and configure stuff and, and win again in a different way without Brady, I think it says I, th- I think it does make the point that he's the best. If they swing and miss again and they're dumb and they get penalties and they're doing crazy stuff, they're not any good on offense, then I think people are going to really, really question even more than now. Greg Popovich already has all the records. Had you said a week ago who would be the first one to get out, I think most of us would have said Greg Popovich. Then he turns around on the weekend and signs a five-year deal to make him the richest of all time. So I'm now to the point where I think I don't think Nick Saban coaches that much longer because I don't think he likes the industry that much. And I don't know that I can blame him. His team was disconnected last year. His team had more talent than they showed. They should have lost here in Austin. The games they did lose, they deserved to lose because they were just a dumb ball team that committed penalties. There's something off. 
this past season. I'm he's not clueless, but something doesn't doesn't work right now. And I also think his complaining about the industry. I just I I think he's first out. He probably shouldn't be the first out, but I think he might be the first out of the three. And I don't know after that. I don't know how long it's going to take Bill Belichick to get 30 wins. Don't laugh. I mean, would you keep Bill Belichick on the sidelines for another six years? Okay, okay, they're going to win more than that. Are you going to keep him on the sidelines for five? Think about it. It's a a weird setup, but it's kind of playing itself out. So we're going to have in football and basketball – the guy, one, the all-time winningest coach, two, the guy chasing the all-time record, and both are going to be around probably five years. The most dominant coach the college game has ever known, I think, might be the last guy that should get out, might very well be the first one that does get out. You know the name, Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, but I can tell you from my own experience how well Babbel works, and that's because... It's amazingly user-friendly. The reason Babbel is so effective is because Babbel's program gives you 15-minute lessons created by language experts, and the lessons are built around real life so you can have practical conversations about stuff like travel, relationships, business, you name it. And with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and apparently the new language in my house, that's German. So here's my connection to Babbel. One of my kids is going to Germany this summer, and of course, he said he wanted to learn enough German to feel comfortable. So we subscribed to Babbel. He followed the Babbel app just as instructed, and in less than two months, I said it, less than two months, his German is amazing. He's not just going to get by, he's going to fit right in. Other language apps use AI, but Babbel was created by over 100 language experts, So here's what you need to do right now so you can get 55% off your subscription by going to Babbel. That's B-A-B-B-E-L. Babbel.com slash Jeff Ward. It's 55% off right now. B-A-B-B-E-L. That's Babbel.com slash Jeff Ward. I know it works. I'm hearing it every day from inside my car. It's Babbel. B-A-B-B-E-L. Babbel.com slash Jeff Ward for 55% off your subscription. Babel, language for life. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried was living a life of celebrity and luxury. He was living in a penthouse in the Bahamas that was 100% paid for. He was on the cover of Forbes and Vanity Fair. And to many in the crypto space, he was the game changer. On top of all that, he wasn't some Wall Street stiff. He wore T-shirts and running shoes and played League of Legends in board meetings. The business world knew him as SBF. But this quirky kid who seemingly took crypto by storm was hiding a dark secret, according to prosecutors. For the FTX founder and crypto wonder kid, it all came apart in only one month. His exchange collapsed. He was in handcuffs and thousands of investors blamed him for their losses. From Bloomberg and Wondery comes Spellcaster, a compelling new six-part docuseries about the rise and fall of FTX and its founder, Sam Bankman-Fried. Follow Spellcaster wherever you get your podcasts. And Prime members, you can listen to episodes ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Music app today. I am uh, one. I'm the only adult. I was going to say one of a few, but I'll just go ahead and say I'm the only adult in Austin that does not have a tattoo. It's a pretty good chance I'm the only adult in the state of Texas that does not have a tattoo. I'm not against it. I don't really care. It's just not my thing. Um, 
So what's a no for people with tattoos? Like what is, I know everybody has their thing. Yeah, it's your art, your body art, your statements, all that stuff. I get it. What's a no-go? Like surely everybody that has a tattoo or wants another tattoo, something that just has no chance, no way you would never do. I have none, so I can't, I don't know. I'm the only person. Only, I'm probably the only person in the United States that does not have a tattoo. So I don't get the process. I, I don't, obviously I don't completely get the mindset. Doesn't make, doesn't make it right. I don't really care. It's cool. But I can see that getting a person's name on your body seems to be pretty risky. I don't know how many people, what percentage of adults with tattoos? Again, that's everyone except Jeff Ward. Okay. So everyone except Jeff Ward, how many of you have somebody else's name on your body? I just, I want, I'm getting to a point here. I need to know. Of the tattoos that are out there, of the 99.9% of the population not named Jeff Ward that has a tattoo, what percentage have another person's name on your body? Anywhere. I don't care where. And then we're going to do a little sub-bracket here. What percentage of those? So I'm going to to guess here. Would it be 20%? Tattoo artists, react. Wait, what, what is the term? Is that it? Tattoo artist? Okay. Tattoo artist, react. Need an expert here. Let's go. Let's go. Um, what percentage of tattoos are other people's names on their body? Then what percentage of tattoos are their partner or significant other? Am I crazy if I say 10%? Does that sound right? 20? Anybody? Butt cheeks, anything, right? like whatever. I mean, what is it, 25%? I mean, it's got to be a thing. I mean, it's a, I assume this is important to couples. What is the percentage? We'll say 25% until somebody corrects. I'll go with 25% until somebody corrects me. What percentage of that goes wrong? You know, it doesn't work out. I'm here to tell you that happens, by the way. I don't, don't want to break it to you, but it it happens. So there's a method to the madness here. I just, um, I mean, do most people that get tattoos, is this the thing where you know, you know not to get your significant other's name tattooed on your body? It's just, you know better, right? Seems risky to me. Seems like a, in the moment, very committed, very loving, I guess. Um, you want to win them over. I could see all that, but I think in a, in, a, in a moment you might think, ah, but if it goes wrong, not cool. So how does that work out? You know what seems like a bad idea to me? And this is just coming from a total outlier, a a freak of nature, the only person in the United States without a tattoo. So I'm clueless about this. But it seems to me like a really bad idea to get the other person's name on your face. That seems like a bad idea to me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say butt cheeks, inside of your thigh, testicles, none of that stuff. The Your significant other's name on your face. Seems like a bad move. Tattoo artists, do you discourage that? Like, do you say, hey, bud, 
You love her? That's great. I'm so happy for you two. You've been together for a while. This is awesome. Oh, she has your name on the inside of her thigh, her breasts, everywhere else. That's great. Okay, you want me to do her face and name on your face. (laughs) What, What is the protocol here? Again, I know nothing about this whole thing. Is there a conversation? Is it like a, a real heartfelt conversation? Almost like you, the, the tattoo artist is giving you some marital advice, which I'd say don't do it, but uh, you don't listen to me. I'm not, I don't have a tattoo. So would they, would they tell you not to, would they recommend you not doing it? Listen, I, I, I want to draw her face. I really do. And I know you want to do it. Can we do the back, the bicep? Uh, testicles, top of foot. What do you want? Are you sure we're going to do the face? Do tattoo artists say that kind of stuff? Like, what's the conversation like? Do they ever say, don't do it? No, let's not do that one. Let's hold off on that one. Let's give you guys another six months of loving each other. Is that true love or is that pure stupidity? Audience react. I think it might be both, but uh, true love or pure stupidity. Do you want your partner to go to go there? <laughs> and when people go there, like how often does it really work out? I know they don't work out very often, period. Tattoos on the face or no tattoos on the face. How often, if there's if there's a thousand tattoos of the significant other, how, like 50% of the time, 80% of the time, are you more or less likely to stay together if the other person's name is tattooed somewhere on your body? All right, at Jeff Ward Show. Jeff, I am guy number two that does not have any tattoos. What gets me is when I overhear someone with multiple tattoos complaining that something is too expensive or they can't afford something. I get it, though. Your body, your choice. Okay, okay. Um, Hang on a second here, everybody. Let's work through this. We're going deeper than just a tattoo. This is not, you know, like a sunflower on your butt cheeks. We're talking about your significant, your partner on your face. I'm questioning the logic behind getting your partner's name anywhere. I'm really questioning your partner's name on your face. (laughs) At Jeff Ward Show. Good news, Jeff. I'm late 40s. An almost 30-year Austin resident, and I have no tattoos. You're a liar. Yes, you do. I know I know this is a fact. It's okay. I'm okay with this. I'm, I'm weird. I'm an outlier in every way. I've accepted the weirdness. You guys don't have to try to make me feel better. I'm the only person in the city without a tattoo. I know it. It's okay. Uh, I, I've, I've accepted it. And we're, we're moving past that now. Now we're talking about faces and names and love and relationships and red flags and all that stuff. So anybody, anybody now willing to admit, since all of you are trying to make me feel better about my lack of tattoos, um, is anybody willing to admit right now, would you like to chime in and tell the rest of us that you have or have had another person's name or likeness on your body? And then, of course, I'm going to ask, are you guys still together? And what do you do when you're not? How would you explain that away when they're on your face? Well, you knew it had to get weird because I'm going to mention Dennis Rodman. I didn't know there's any space left on Dennis Rodman. Right? Is there, is there an area that is not pierced? Oh, boy. 
Let's forget that. Everything is pierced and everything is tatted. So Dennis now, um, he's got a, and I mean, this is not just a tattoo. This is a giant. This is the entire side of Dennis's head is tattooed with his loving girlfriend, wife, friend. The former NBA player showed his love. I'm reading from Daily Mail. The former NBA player showed his love for his girlfriend. Does anybody know Dennis Rodman's new girlfriend? Her name is Yella Yella. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yella? Why? <laughs> so that's like his name was Dennis Dennis. <laughs> Dennis Dennis, meet Yella Yella. Her name is Yella Yella. Y E L L A. Y E L L A. He has a tattoo of her likeness. On his face. That's love right there, kids. That is love. All right. The tribute to the singer and model. That's what she is. Okay. Rodman added to his already extensive tattoo collection by opting for a black and white realistic portrait of Yella Yella on his cheek. In a video shared... Rodman's girlfriend reacts to the tattoo, smiling and squealing with glee as she grabs his newly tatted face. Is this the way it works for those of you that get your significant other on your testicles or face or breasts? It's instantly love. I mean, it just solidifies the love. It makes the love that much greater. Is that where I went wrong? Huh. That was it. So here's what she here's what Yella Yella said to him. Ain't to do too much today. Cooled out at my townhome. Tatted a living legend's face of this woman on his face. That's about it, she says. That's Yella Yella. What do y'all do? I have no idea what Yella Yella is even saying. In an interview with TMZ Sports, Yella Yella said the face ink wasn't her idea, and she actually thought Rodman was crazy for wanting it. I told him not to do it, she said. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Rodman wanted the portrait even bigger, said his girlfriend to dub him Wild Boy. (laughs) This is love. I mean, they have pet names even. This is my last dance with a woman, says Rodman. He also called Yella Yella very lovely. He continued, (laughs) well, that was nice of him. Yella Yella, you're very lovely. Thank you, bro. How about that Yella Yella? He continued, I thank her for loving me the way I am, and that's why I did it for her. Is anyone going to cry? Are you going to cry? When all of you went to get your significant other's tattoos on your face or wherever, did it go like that? Was it just, I mean, did it solidify the relationship? Take it to the next level? Huh. I'm going to just be cynical here just because that's my position on this stuff, but... I don't know. Maybe the women Dennis dates don't really care that there's a yellow, yellow tattoo on his head. Maybe it won't matter to them. But by and large, it would feel to me, not to lecture all of you, it would feel like maybe not a great idea. Not just a face tattoo, but just in general. Not quite sure I'd do that. And I think a lot of yellow, yellow. I mean, I've been a big fan of hers for a long time now, that yellow, yellow. Oh, Dennis. 
You know, Dennis is the great ambassador to North Korea. He was gonna he was gonna free Brittany Griner, but he didn't get a chance to. And then, of course, he was gonna bring peace and stop the North Koreans from getting nukes and all that stuff. He was basically Dennis Rodman was gonna save mankind as we know it. So, there you go. All right, your tattoo stories, your where your significant other's tattoo is located, where you have them located on your body. The maybe maybe you want to share. It's almost like a dedication show now. You can maybe share some of the some of the messages, like a dedication out. Just want to let everyone know that I have my girl's tattoo on my flappy triceps. Maybe your foot, testicles, you name it. If it's good enough for Dennis, if it's great art for Dennis and yella yella, then it's great. It's great for all of it's great for all of you. <laughs> And you want a non-toxic solution for caring for anything leather? Well, if so, then you need Leather Honey. It's the best-selling leather care product on Amazon. With more than 50,000 five-star reviews, Leather Honey was invented in the 1960s. It's family-owned and American-made. And the Leather Honey leather cleaner and conditioner works great in all colors of genuine leather. This includes car and motorcycle seats, furniture, shoes, boots, purses, and belts. I've used leather honey on two living room chairs. And even after years of kids and dogs, these chairs look brand new. Check out Leather Honey's Leather Care Wipe Kit and the Leather Cleaner Spray Bottle. To see all the Leather Honey products, you can help prolong the life of your leather and save. Get this, save 20%. Go to leatherhoney.com backslash Jeff Ward 20. Do it now to save 20% on Leather Honey products. Go to leatherhoney.com slash Jeff Ward 20. This podcast is sponsored by Leather Honey, Amazon's best-selling leather care products. To get 20% off, go to leatherhoney.com slash Jeff Ward 20. Do you want a non-toxic solution for caring for anything leather? Well, if so, then you need Leather Honey. It's the best-selling leather care product on Amazon with more than 50,000 Five-star reviews. Leather Honey was invented in the 1960s. It's family-owned and American-made. And the Leather Honey leather cleaner and conditioner works great in all colors of genuine leather. This includes car and motorcycle seats, furniture, shoes, boots, purses, and belts. I've used Leather Honey on two living room chairs. And even after years of kids and dogs, these chairs look brand new. Check out Leather Honey's Leather Care Wipe Kit and the Leather Cleaner Spray Bottle. To see all the Leather Honey products, you can help prolong the life of your leather and save. Get this, save 20%. Go to leatherhoney.com backslash Jeff Ward 20. Do it now to save 20% on Leather Honey products. Go to leatherhoney.com slash Jeff Ward 20. This podcast is sponsored by Leather Honey, Amazon's best-selling leather care products. To get 20% off, Go to leatherhoney.com slash Jeff Ward 20. I really want to, it's an honest question. I really want to know if tattoo artists tell you, I, man, I don't know. I'm not saying she doesn't love you at all, but are you sure about this? How long have you guys been together? Two weeks? You drunk? Huh? I don't know about that, man. Do they say that or is that not cool? Is that break protocol? Is it like a doctor's conversation? How does the, how does the conversation go? You pick out some art and they can't say anything, or they pick out some art and say, I don't think yellow yellow is a good idea. You guys give it another year, come back, and I'll put yellow yellow all over your nose and testicles. Okay, how about that deal? Got it? 
you guys get some counseling. You guys love each other. Maybe don't have kids. But you're together one year from now. You come right back in here, and yella yella is going to be all over your body. Dennis Rodman, you great American.